0: Hello everybody. I'm Jim Noble and welcome to the coach Jimmy Garrity show brought to you by RJ Rockers head head women's basketball coach Jimmy Garrity fresh off a trip to New Orleans and then a home win against Erskine. So first and foremost, Happy New Year to you.
1: Yeah, Happy New Year to you, too, and all the Terrier fans out there.
0: All right, I was going to joke around and say it was the Big Easy followed by an easy win. but I know coaches never think like that, but forget basketball for a second. Yeah. You guys got a chance to go down to New Orleans and really see the city and, and, yeah. and offer your student-athletes something that they probably hadn't seen before.
1: Yeah, it was really cool. Um, none of our players have been to New Orleans before, and it's, I've only been there one time, and... Uh, got to spend a, a few days down there. Went a day early. Um, got to sightsee and just walk around and see all the sights and history of New Orleans. Uh, went to a couple mu- museums, with Hurricane Katrina Museum, um, which you go through that. You know, we lived through it and watched the news and all that stuff, yeah. and just to see all that, it's uh, very grateful coming out of that um, that we were healthy and safe um, during those times. But. Um, Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Got to spend some time together, uh, great food. Um, Got to play a
0: really good Tulane team, too. Well, we'll take a look back, of course, at all the basketball that took place last week. We'll also look forward to the beginning of Southern Conference play and also take a look at some key Terriers, how they fared in the non-conference battles. That is coming up next. Keep it right here on the Jimmy Garrity Show. And welcome back, everybody. The nice thing for for college student-athletes over a winter break is once exams are done, it's almost like you're pro basketball players (laughs) for a while. You eat, sleep, and breathe basketball. How how do you kind of handle that when everybody comes back on campus? Yeah. And then you've really got a chance to really drill into some things on the basketball
1: court. Yeah, well, you know, during exams or in the fall semester, that's a very stressful time for our players and student-athletes. Um, so we brought them back on the 26th, and, and you're right, the, um, you know, it's just uh, practice, rest, basketball, um, and then uh, with no classes. So uh, the day is full of uh, some free time, so you got to make sure you manage that and um, doing some things to stay in shape and, and all those things that will
0: help us be successful starting the new year. So, we've talked about what happened in New Orleans off the basketball court, on the court. Good Tulane team out of the American Athletic Conference. They jumped out on you early. Yeah. I was really struck by the way you guys fought back in the second half. Oh, it scored them by a big margin in the yeah. fourth quarter. Just dug yourself a, a little too deep a hole.
1: Yeah, we'd like to have a couple more minutes on the clock. because yeah. It would have <laughs> been interesting. And But yeah, they're, they're a really good team, strong, physical, get up and pressure you. I thought we handled that pretty well, um, and they made shots. I mean, they mm-hmm. shot the ball at a high percentage. I thought we guarded them uh, like the, um, the game plan said and give them credit. They, they knocked down the shots that they were supposed to make. But you're right, coming into that fourth quarter, we just kept battling, Yeah, battling, battling, battling. And then um, we had it cut to 10, and I think we had a few possessions that we could have cut it uh, to single digits had some great looks and just didn't knock it down. But overall,
0: I was really pleased with how we played and and hung in there and just kept fighting and battling. Jackie Carman's led you in scoring now seven Mm -hmm. of the last eight games. She had 18 down in New Orleans. She is really, really scoring the basketball well. Do you ever worry that you're relying too much on her scoring or are you happy with the balance right now? No, I'm happy with
1: the balance. I think some other people uh, hopefully see a few more shots go down. Mm Um, but Jackie, you know, she, she gets in the gym all the time and works on her craft. And, um, you know, it's, uh, she's due to be playing this well because she's worked so hard at it. Um, so I'm really happy for her. and and we're fortunate that uh, she's been knocking down those shots, too.
0: And I thought Reagan Raper played Mm -hmm. really well, distributing the basketball, eight assists. I think that's a career high scoring as well. You know, you see that progression from a freshman. You wonder if they're going to hit that freshman wall at some point of the season, but so far, so good.
1: Yeah, she's just been steady, uh, Mm -hmm. improving each week. Um, I think as a team, we only had eight turnovers in in Tulane, Mm -hmm. which is really, really good to have single digits, especially with their length and pressure that they put on you. And she made some shots down there too, which was issue. You know, we talked about mm-hmm. this before. She can really shoot the ball. Um, she just needs to see a few go in. Sure. So
0: hopefully that progression will continue uh, to be a positive. All right, when we come back, the Terriers came back to the friendly confines here at Cherry Richardson Indoor Stadium for a matchup with Erskine. We'll talk about that next. And welcome back to the coach Jimmy Garrity show brought to you by RJ Rockers. So after the game in New Orleans, you came back here, mm-hmm. you faced Erskine and these are I don't want to say tough games because, you know, you're playing a non-D1 team, yeah. and the final score reflects that, 72-26. to 26, When you prepare for a team like that, a team that you know is probably looking at playing Wofford the same way you look yeah. at when you play NC States and yeah. Florida and stuff like that. Is it hard to prepare for, or do you just kind of focus on you? Well, we really focus more on
1: ourselves. Um, what, what you don't want to do is to overlook anybody. So we we do put an emphasis on Erskine, and, and anything can happen. But really, if we do um, the things that we do well uh, in the game, then then we should be okay. And. And that's what we did. It was a good game for us to get ready for as our last uh, game prior to uh, conference play.
0: Mm -hmm. You know, 26 points, I don't care who you play, when you allow 26 points, that's an all-time Wofford record for least points allowed in a game. Tell me about the defense.
1: It it, it was that good, wasn't it? It it was pretty good. Um, They they missed some shots that they probably normally make, but Mm -hmm. overall, I was really pleased with our defense and rebounding um, and getting out in transition and, and playing the way we wanna play moving forward too. As you
0: head into non-conference play, or conference play rather, Jimmy, some of the seniors I I think have really stepped up. We've already discussed Jackie, Carmen. Uh, Your three leading scorers are seniors right now uh, with Jackie, Lily Hatton, and and Nia Lutz. this was always going to be a team led by the seniors how do you feel that leadership has developed so far
1: well each year has grown into what we need them to be and this year they've really they're a tight group Mm -hmm. i mean this whole team is really really tightened together Uh, which for me since day one that's what we've preached Uh, you know when you have a together team i think that can win championships and the seniors yeah naya has been playing really really well um, Lex has been playing really, really well too, and just on down the line, um, you know, Lily and on down. So, uh, yeah, we hope to continue that trend, and we're going to rely on them. They make up the majority of our team, um, so they keep doing
0: the things that uh, that they're doing, and we should be okay. When you have a senior class or a season that you know you have a, a senior class of four or five players. Does it kind of put a, a, an asterisk on that season? And I know because these things come in waves and you'll have another season where you mm-hmm. might have one senior or yeah. something like yeah. that. Do you kind of put an asterisk on this season and say, hey, guys, you know, this is this is an opportunity year for us. This is the one that you don't want to you know, take any games off because this could be a big deal for us at the end of the year. Well,
1: what, what you do is, you know, that's how college works, right? Yeah. You freshman, sophomore, junior, senior. At one day, the college playing ends. And hey you don't want to have any regrets so make sure you put in your work grind it out day in and day out and um and have no regrets and this this class has done a really good job mm-hmm. with that knowing that they can leave the
0: legacy of uh, a class that no one else has left all right when well, we come back a quick look back at the overall picture of non-conference play some of the numbers that Wofford has put up are really really impressive we'll get into that and a look ahead next here as the Jimmy Garrity show continues. Welcome back, everybody. So to sum up the whole ball of wax, mm-hmm. Coach, with, with non-conference play, five and nine against some pretty stout competition, yeah. uh, an ability to work on a lot of things that you're going to have to do well during conference play. Let's kind of sum up what you saw during the first couple of months of the season?
1: Yeah, I mean, we had some goals as far as uh, points per game, Mm -hmm. uh, assist, uh, rebounding, uh, turnovers, and we're right on track to to meet a lot of those. You know, we we did, like you said, we played a tough schedule. And so when you look at the overall, where you're at within the conference, um, you know, scoring and rebounding, sometimes it can be a little skewed. But to play against the competition that we played against, um, I think it's the, those numbers are pretty true.
0: Yeah, we look at some of those numbers in terms of comparing against other, other Southern Conference schools, knowing that they probably played a similar schedule yeah. to you, if maybe not as tough. Wofford still leads the conference in points per game, three-point percentage, and free-throw percentage. Yeah. Those are... Those are big categories, I, I think. it's not, you, know, you can kind of make stats of what they are sometimes, but but those are pretty prominent categories to be at the top of the heap in.
1: Yeah, I think if you, you continue that trend, you're gonna be in a good spot. Mm-hmm. So uh, the, we've improved our three-point shooting as of uh, mm-hmm. from years past, or especially last year, moving forward. So um, points per game, that's really good. It'd be nice to, to keep uh, building upon that. Mm-hmm. You know, free throw percentage, we talked about that a lot too, uh, preseason. So uh, we've hit that benchmark and that goal. Uh, The one thing I want to continue to work on is
0: the rebounding Mm because I think that's going to be key. As we wrap up the 2021 portion of the schedule, what was the biggest surprise? Either a facet, of the season, a certain game or maybe a player. What's what's the thing that you didn't see coming that that showed showed up in the first couple of months?
1: Well, I I don't know if it was a particular player or, or game or anything like that, but I, I will say, the trend that the <laughs> this COVID is taking mm-hmm. now upon uh, things are now changing a little bit to look more like last year, yeah. and so that part of managing what happens with that, you know, this past Saturday, there were more games canceled or postponed than played. So um, that's not a good trend to have. And so I think moving forward in the month of January and February, that's gonna be a big,
0: big issue and how we manage that um, will Mm -hmm. be key flexibility, the yeah. ability to pivot on a dime. I think we're going to see that all across college and pro sports in the next couple of months. All right, when we come back, it's time to dive into the second season. So Con play begins this week, right here at Jerry Richardson Indoor Stadium. We'll look at that next. And welcome back to the Coach Jimmy Garrity Show. I'm Jim Noble. All right, let's get to it. I don't like to call it the real season. <laughs> I don't like to call it, you know, just phase two but Southern Conference play is what you play for. You've got Western Carolina and UNC Greensboro coming to town this week. An ability with two games at home, hopefully, Jimmy, to jump out and get things going on the right track.
1: Yeah, and we built, you know, we talked about this before, we built our non-conference schedule to prepare us for the conference season. Mm-hmm. Cause um, you know, like it or not, that is the most important uh, part of your uh, season. And right now our league is probably still just a one bid league. so. Mm-hmm. Um, You need to have a solid year so you have a good seeding in the tournament and hopefully you're hot then. Uh, Western uh, is a really talented team, Um, they got pretty much everybody back, uh, a couple of newcomers and transfers, Mm -hmm. they're going to be really, really good, Um, you know, they're going to look in, you know, just as we are, everybody's going to want to start off well. A big road win for them would be huge, so we got to protect our home court advantage and then. Of course, Saturday we play UNCG and they have everybody back. They've got, you know, four super seniors um, that are really, really talented. So they're always super, super good defensively and tough team to match up against. They're long, they're athletic. So it'll be a great test for us these,
0: these first two games at home. I know it would be nice if the students were back and they're not back this yeah. week for those first two home games. And I hope that, you know, the, the folks here in Spartanburg can come out and support. Um, I, Is that, do we make too much of that sometimes, the the atmosphere at home and and getting the girls all kind of juiced up? Or, you know, can you work around that when the schedule falls the way it does with students not on campus? Yeah, well,
1: you're gonna have to work around it, right? So there is, you don't have a choice, but we're gonna have to generate our own energy. But when we have them here, yeah, for sure, it's a big, big plus because our students are great and supportive and they're loud. and. Mm And our players love playing in front of fans mm-hmm. too. So these first couple of games, we're not going to have the students there, but hopefully the community of Spartanburg will be out. And uh, once the once the ball gets tipped off, you know we're lo- uh, focused and locked in on the game too. So um, it's going
0: to take our best effort uh, to win these first two games, and hopefully we play well enough to do that. Final question for you: an overall look at the Southern Conference and in terms of non-conference play. It was. Bursar and Furman, yet again, do you expect them to be the two teams to, to knock off? Are, are, they, are they kings until they get dethroned? Or as you look at the conference top to bottom, yeah. are, there, are there some outliers there that could surprise some no, people?
1: No, I, I tell you what, it is, I think, more balanced. And we kind of think we say that kind of every year, but this year it is. I think it's really balanced. And with the people getting the COVID year and the portal mm-hmm. and getting transfers and grad transfers in, those teams that were at the bottom have improved drastically. And yeah, Mercer has been really, really good for several years and they've got everybody back again this year too. So you thought those ones that were graduating, (laughs) the first team, all conference players, player of the year and things like that, they're all gonna be back. Furman is really, really solid, Sanford. I mean, you can just really go down the list and night in and night out, if you don't bring it, um, it's gonna be a long night. So hopefully, uh, you know, we rebound the ball well, we shoot the ball well, and we take care of the ball and just play with a ton of energy. Yeah. Just, I, I really just want us to
0: play really, really hard and play together. I can't wait. Remember, those two games this week, if you're in town, available to come to Jerry Richardson Indoor Stadium, do it. If not, if you just can't make it down here, of course, ESPN Plus, uh, the Wofford Digital Radio Network, they're there for you. But we'd love to see you in these seats behind us. Hope things go well here. Yep. A fun non-conference slate. But like you say, this is the second season. And best of luck to you moving forward. We'll be out here watching you guys go at it. Yep, thank you, Jim. All right, for head coach Jimmy Garrity, I'm Jim Noble. Special thanks, as always, to RJ Rockers for sponsoring the Coach's Show, and we will see you next time on the Jimmy Garrity Show.